At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bond and Tony back with you after a long hiatus. I have missed you all so much, but thank you to everybody here at VEASAN who pinch hit. Um, I, I adore our group. I'm so thankful that everybody was able to come through and got some great analysis. I was filling in for the guys, Mitch and Polly on Follow the Money all of last week, so I'm also very grateful to be back on my schedule here in the afternoon. Let me tell you, that alarm was coming early for the morning show, but happy to be back with you. Lots of news to cover today. Um, welcome in Massachusetts, by the way, about to be the 36th state to welcome in legalized sports betting. So very exciting news there uh, for everybody in the Commonwealth, especially our girl producer Stephanie Kamershack, who um, is a Massachusetts lady herself. And I know she's doing the fist pump back there. Very excited that when she goes back home to visit family, she's allowed to make some legal wagers and get in on the action. But like I said, news wise today, um, with regards to the Major League Baseball trade deadline coming up, we'll get into a lot of that. But priority number one, of course, NFL is king. So we will start today's top five talking all things Deshaun Watson because more than two years after that first civil lawsuit was filed against the star quarterback, we have a ruling. It will be a six-game suspension coming down from former federal judge Sue L. Robinson, who was a joint mediator appointed by the league and the NFLPA. So her ruling is the first six games of the season – 
No added fine, but her ruling did include requirements that Watson will not receive massages other than directed by club personnel, and she cannot, and he cannot have adverse involvement with law enforcement. The NFLPA issued a statement on Sunday night that it would not appeal Robinson's decision. Still t- to be determined whether or not the league will. They have three days um, in order for them to ultimately decide if they're going to do that. They were pushing for a suspension of at least a year and a fine in the range of $8 million, according to reports. So what's next as we go to number two in today's top five? We have some physical, actual numbers to look at. Very exciting because so many of these have been off the board. A glance at Watson's individual props and awards. His Passing yards total sitting at 28.50 and a half for the 11 games that he will play. Average of 260 passing yards per game in that. 18 and a half passing touchdowns, seven and a half interceptions. Watson's last full 16 game season in 2020 was a special one we know in which he averaged 300 yards per contest and had a 33 to seven touchdown to interception ratio on over 70% completions. Now, mind you, while Watson is eligible to play in preseason games in the current structure of the suspension, by the time week seven rolls around, he will not have played a meaningful football game in 658 days. The MVP market has fluctuated from 35 to 1 to 15 to 1 after his trade to the Browns. Now it's at its peak of 40 to 1 odds. Offensive player of the year at 60 to 1 after opening 20 to 1. And his shortest awards market remains comeback player of the year 10 to 1. As far as the Browns as a team, their season win total, which was, again, another one of those markets that has been off the board this entire time, opens up at nine and a half. A team largely considered one of the top three in the league, with the exception of the quarterback position to start the season. So, for their current Super Bowl odds, when Watson was acquired in March, the Browns jumped from 30 to 1 to 14 to 1. Now, after all of the adjustments, Cleveland's at 25 to 1, along with prices at 12 to 1 to win the AFC, plus 230 to win the AFC North behind the Bengals and Ravens. Still the third shot there, but down from plus 270. Number four in today's top five, it will be Jacoby Brissett for the first set of games as the Browns' unquestioned starter, barring injury, according to head coach Kevin Stefanski. So let's take a look at that schedule, people. Cleveland currently favored in five of their opening six games to start the season, even with Brissett guiding that offense. You got at the Panthers, hosting the Jets, taking on the Steelers at home as well, then at Atlanta against the Falcons. They're a plus three dog against the Los Angeles Chargers, a lone underdog, taking on Justin Herbert's potentially dynamic offense in 2022, and then a two and a half point favorite against the Patriots. It is the easiest schedule in the National Football League the first six weeks of the season based on previous win-loss records. So, very fortunate in that regard. He's been inconsistent as a starter, but not turnover prone. So that could be enough, I think, pretty easily to keep Cleveland at or around that 500 mark or better um, coming into Deshaun Watson being there. I mean, think of the weapons around him. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt in the in the run game, strong offensive line, Amari Cooper at wideout, a defense that ranks second in the league in yards allowed per play. Schedule rise after that, Watson returns in week seven when the Browns begin a tough two-week stretch against division rivals, taking on the Ravens as two-and-a-half-point dogs in Baltimore, and then a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Bengals for a Halloween game on Monday Night Football before the bye. Last one here. We'll look a little bit closer to that week one game, Browns at Panthers here, because the Browns are currently one-point favorites. The game opened with Cleveland favored by three-and-a-half. Back in May, July, that number shrunk down. Still TBD on who the starter at quarterback will be for Carolina, Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold. I am of the firm belief it will be Baker. 
personally, he'll get out there in that revenge game. Total has stayed pretty consistent since the game first opened between 42 and a half and 41. Um, Baker, though, good to note, regardless if he does get that opportunity to be the week one starter, still week one with a new team, with a new offense. That said, I am one of the people that has the plus three and a half on Carolina that I got early. So that's going to do it for today's top five. I'm not going to get into today my personal feelings one way or the other about the Deshaun Watson ruling coming down, the number that they got. We'll see if the NFL does ultimately decide that they're going to appeal this and kind of go from there. I was not surprised that this was the number based on the reports that we've had the last couple weeks, right? That it would be between the two and the eight week range. Surprised overall, of course, when you look at the grander scheme of things and with this being the typical number for a PED suspension, for example. And everybody's talking about the Calvin Ridley deal and the other issues that have dealt with domestic violence, but this is not a domestic violence issue and how to get into all of those. So surprised overall, not surprised based on the information that we have been given ahead of us. So um, throughout the course of the hour, though, great guest Vinny Maiulo, longtime expert odds maker at the South Point, will tell us his perspective if whether or not people are coming up to the counter betting on or against Cleveland with some of those new numbers coming out. We'll also have Kate Constable, sports betting host and analyst for BetUS, her analysis on the AFC North uh, later on in the hour. And then also, like I mentioned off the top, all eyes are on the Major League Baseball trade deadline coming in tomorrow. So our guy Bob Nightingale, MLB columnist for USA Today Sports, will join us as well. We're starting a new segment today, though, to get us started, because like I said, the NFL is king. We're calling it Alpha Bets, getting into some preseason NFL wagers from A to Z. So starting with the letter A as we go through here. So it'll be 26 preseason NFL bets. A for Arizona Cardinals. I have them to miss the playoffs. I bet this at minus 120. It is now minus 150, continues to rise. Kyler Murray, by the way, as we're talking news and notes, um, is reportedly down with COVID-19 right now. So he's going to miss this week of practices at camp. Um, Hopefully he is all right. I'm sure that you know, the cash in his pocket is making him at least feel a little bit better right now, as long as the symptoms are down. Now, I bet this long before the drama of last week, and I feel even more secure in it now, just in general. Their schedule is the second most difficult in the league based on opponent win percentage from last year. You look at the start of this schedule, where we know the Arizona Cardinals are one of those teams that gets off to a hot start, and then they kind of, under the Cliff Kingsbury umbrella, crash and burn the back half of the season a little bit. Kyler Murray gets a little bit dinged up. Well, the start of their schedule is really rough. Week one against the Kansas City Chiefs. Week two here in Las Vegas against the Raiders. Week three, they take on the defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. Oh, and then, okay, so let's say things get a little bit easier on the schedule the next three weeks. Unfortunately, you still don't have that security blanket for Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, who is serving his six-game suspension, and who knows what you're going to get back when he comes on to the to field. So that's probably my favorite bet that I have made this offseason. The Arizona Cardinals minus 120 to miss the playoffs. I just I just don't see it. And while I know a lot of people say, hey, MVP Kyler, this is the year he secured the bet. I've just it's, I'm not on board and I'm not going to be B in our alphabets. So this is kind of a fun one. I did bills to beat the Packers in the Super Bowl 45 to one odds. 
Yes, both teams lost their offensive coordinators to head coaching gigs, but they both also remain poised to contend. Buffalo, the Super Bowl favorite, led by MVP candidate Josh Allen, a quarterback, a true wide receiver in Stephon Diggs' legit offensive line. You're supported by an elite defense that topped the league in defensive efficiency a season ago before adding Von Miller to the fold on that side of the ball. Now, the Packers haven't won a Super Bowl since 10, and while I don't think they win this year either, hence why I have the Bills winning um, Anything is possible when you have an elite quarterback. And so much of the conversation I know is about Devontae Adams not being in that wide receiver room anymore. How is that going to affect Green Bay moving forward? Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but I firmly believe if anybody's going to be able to take a team far with that situation, it's going to be a guy who's the two-time defending MVP. Plus, you got a little desperation mode in there as well for a guy who his 39 wins since 2019 with Matt LaFleur are the most ever without a Super Bowl win. So intriguing to me because they belonged in the game, just couldn't get over the hump. And if you like that matchup as a standalone, it's available 22 to 1 instead of the 45 to 1 for the Bills to win it specifically outright. Um, We have a lot more of these that I'm going to get through over the course of the week. Like I said, we will get to all 26. But I want to remind everybody that this week, um, we are back, Stephanie and I, with the mini pod this week. So don't forget, there's a ton of VEASAN shows, including this one, My Guys in the Desert. They're all available as podcasts. But the mini pod is something special. Steph and I do. We are taking your questions at Storm Bon and Tony, at Bills in Me Pocket. Anything you have, NFL futures, college football futures, Major League Baseball, get them in there. Because we also answer weird questions as well. Like, what's... Stephanie's favorite food. Not that you need to know that, but maybe you want to know what her last meal will be. We post the show every day and the mini pods every Friday. Subscribe to My Guys in the Desert now so you never miss a show. When we come back here on the program, we will check in with our guy Vinny Maiulo over at the South Point. In what way has today's Deshaun Watson news affected the books numbers, influence betters coming to the counter, that and a lot more with the Sports Betting Hall of Famer when we come back. And again, Bob Nightingale and Kate Constantinople coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's my guys in the desert on Beast and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Football Guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guide, though, is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. It's super easy. Sign up early, and you get that discounted $175 rate. You'll receive the college and pro football betting guides, along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or you can join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has up to up your betting game. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. It's a great, tremendous college football betting guide, which, by the way, we will talk a little bit of college football in this segment as well, get you all geared up. But first and foremost, got to get to the NFL and got to talk to our guy, Vinny Maiulo, longtime expert odds maker over at the South Point. And Vinny, we were talking in the break there momentarily about I hadn't got to catch up with you since the SBC Summit where you were officially inducted to the Sports Betting Hall of Fame. So I am so excited for you, excited for Chris Andrews and the whole South Point crew. So welcome in and congratulations again. Okay, uh, looks like we missed Vinny there for a second. We had him on, and, you know, technology sometimes gets the better of us uh, a little bit in those instances. We're going to try to get him on the phone in a moment, but obviously want to get into the Deshaun Watson situation with Vinny and what has transpired over the course of this morning with win totals coming out and um, all of the numbers that have been changing with Deshaun Watson coming in. The College Football Betting Guide, as I mentioned, is out now, so we have 
Lots of Power 5 win totals, conference win totals that the South Point recently got out, and as well as Notre Dame and BYU. So hopefully we can get Vinny with us in a moment. In the meantime, while we're hanging tight, we might as well just continue a few of these alphabets, shall we? Because we still have 24 letters to go, my friends. So for A and B, we obviously did the Arizona Cardinals to miss the playoffs. B, I had the Bills to beat the Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl. For C... C for coach of the year, obviously. Kevin O'Connell is my pick for this year's coach of the year. 20 to 1 odds as he replaces Mike Zimmer as the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, bringing an offensive mindset. You know, former offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Super Bowl champion Rams under Sean McVay. I'll give you a little bit more elaboration on this one at a later date because we are fortunate enough to have our guy Vinny back on the line. Sorry, technology, Vinny. Why is this always happening to me? <laughs> because you're a special stormy and uh and again congratulations to you uh on uh on your uh your engagement so i understand that you were down at del mar and uh the horses didn't treat you well but you uh you you did hit uh you did hit the jackpot so did uh so did uh your uh, fiance so outstanding and congratulations to both of you oh you're very sweet i appreciate it and like i said congratulations to you on the sports betting hall of fame yeah the ponies were not good to me i lost on just about every race so we don't need to talk about that anymore where we can talk is some of the impact at the at the book right now with deshaun watson getting this six game suspension i know a lot still has to come out about this whether or not the nfl decides to appeal and if that elongates but with so many odds that had been off the board with regards to the Browns and Deshaun Watson. Where do you guys sit now that we do have at least six games as an early staple here? Yeah, let's, uh, so, uh, you know, six games pending the appeal, but I don't think there's a lot of evidence that can be introduced or anything different for me. So I think we're going to proceed uh, with uh, uh, with what we what we were doing. And it looks like the adjustments are going to be as follows. So for the, for the uh, Super Bowl, Probably about thirty to one, from down from forty to one. Uh, you know, I mean, if you look at the first six games for the uh, for the Browns, uh, Jacoby Preset uh, should be able to to navigate through them. And let's say they come out, I think at worst three and three, right? I mean, they're at Carolina, uh, who's now a favorite in that game. By the way, I mean, the game is either pick them or where Carolina is a one point favorite in that game. Then they they're home against the Jets in Pittsburgh. Uh, they should be uh, slight favorites there. Uh, then they go to Atlanta, and then uh, they've got the uh, Chargers and Pats at home. So uh, if they can navigate those first six games, it looks like they will, then uh, at least come out to 500. So th- I think that, that impacted the, uh, uh, the, the Super Bowl odds a little bit. Now, as far as the division goes, uh, the AFC North, remember where we opened the Browns and the Bengals uh, at both nine to five as co-favorites for the division, and then uh, the Ravens were five to two, and the Steelers eight, uh, ten to one. Well, the Browns are now the uh, the third choice at four to one. We've got the Ravens at seven to five, the uh, Bengals at two to one, and uh, the Brownies at four to one. Steelers at eight to one. So uh, again, week one, uh, we're going to see where uh, it looks like that game is going to go. You know, reopen as about a pick 'em. You might even see, uh, like I said, the Panthers. Uh, as a one-point favorite. But again, we're going to get through the preseason to see how things go as well. So trying to get a handle on uh, on this, again, pending the uh, the appeal. 
Uh, but it looks like it's going to stand uh, for six games uh, so far. Have you had any folks already just coming to the counter saying, hey, I want to buy in on the Browns? Because you look at, like you said, that early schedule there where they could very easily come out of it at 500 or better, and then you get Deshaun Watson back. And I know he hasn't played for a very, very long time, but it's still such a significant upgrade in the long term for the team. So have people come up already and been like, okay, I'm going to buy in on Cleveland? Yeah, a couple. I mean, like I said, uh, from 40 to 1 to 30 to 1. But I think, you know, Stormy, the thing is, we're still seeing so much more money on the Bills and the Chargers and the Broncos compared to the Browns. Uh, but you're not seeing that same support. It's interesting. You're not seeing that same support in the division. You would think that, hey, you know, if, if, if people believe they're going to win uh, the Super Bowl, then why not, uh, why not take a shot at the division, right? But uh, we've not seen it yet. But I think those are, you know, these are what we've seen so far. They're more diehard fans uh, than anything else right now in terms of the Super Bowl futures. Too many people are hot on the Ravens right now, Vinny. I see people talking about Baltimore as a potential Super Bowl contender as a long shot. People like them in the division. I know a good bit. But, Vinny, we have football this week. We don't even have to look ahead too much longer because Jaguars and the Las Vegas Raiders are going head-to-head in the Hall of Fame game coming up on Thursday. As an odds maker, like, how hard are just general preseason games for you to handicap, and how much do people tend to get in on that action? Yeah, great great question. You'll, you'll see pr- professional bettors will more uh, migrate more uh, to the preseason as a, uh, as a general rule compared to the regular season. And why? Because they study very uh, specific things. I mean, it starts with uh, coaches and how do coaches treat the preseason stormy? I mean, when you look, for instance, at John, Har- John Harbaugh, he is, is, is the most successful coach yep. in the preseason. In fact, I think they're on a 20 game win streak. You I are mean, correct. So you want to first and foremost, pay close attention to how head coaches look at the preseason. Uh, you know, you got the exact opposite with the Rams, right? Sean McVay, he, he hardly plays his starters in the preseason at all. So, you know, it starts there. You look for quarterback uh, battles as well. So when you look at uh, teams uh, like, uh, let's say, uh, Carolina, where there's a quarterback battle, right, that's where you, you want to start paying very close attention. Seattle's got a quarterback battle. So what we do is this. Put the numbers up, and they're moving. You know, the limits are, are, are much lower than they are for, uh, for, than they uh, would be for the regular season. And the line movement's a lot quicker too. This Raider game is a classic example. We actually opened the Raiders high. We opened the Raiders two, as two point favorites. They took uh, the Jags. We went to one and a half, and then we just wound up going right to one because it was just it's all it's been all Jags so far in this game and under from 33 and a half to 32 and a half. Really good intel there. And by the way, because you did bring up the preseason wins from John Harbaugh, also 17 of those wins were against the spread. So good food for thought as we go into this preseason. Yep. I, I promised the people, Vinny, we would talk a little bit of college football with the, the awesome college football guide that Beeson has out right now. You guys over at the South Point got the season win totals and conference win totals out for all of the Power 5 schools as well as Notre Dame and BYU. Anything being bet early or numbers you've had to adjust already? Yeah, so uh, and we used conference wins, so a little bit of a twist. So it's a little bit of a different handicap. Uh, so these are conference games only, except for uh, uh, Notre Dame and uh, BYU. So they bet BYU under the eight and a half. As far as conference wins, Florida State from five under to four and a half. West Virginia from four under to three and a half. Ohio State they're betting over eight wins. Uh, they're betting, they're, you know, which again, uh, it's it's Ohio State. I don't think that's going to shock anybody. Arizona, two and a half to two. 
And as far as a, a long shot, uh, you know, anybody who's uh, getting love, I'll tell you what, is, uh, there's, a, there's a little bit of love affair with Oregon State as a long shot for the Pac-12 title uh, at 20-1. to 1. If there's a long shot that's getting some conference title play, uh, Oregon State, I think we had them at 5-5.5 uh, five, five for uh, conference wins as well. So folks looking for prices and taking a chance, and, they, and the action's picking up in both NFL and college football, and we're going to see a big spike uh, with the Hall of Fame game getting things rolling this week. Absolutely. And Vinny, in Pac-12, I think it's the Utes to be one there. But if there was a long shot, the Beavers are the one that would be my pick. Thank you so much. Appreciate the time. And sorry we didn't. We had to cut out a little early. I appreciate you. That's okay. Take care, Stormy. Good to be with you. That's our guy, Vinny Maiulo, at Vinny on Twitter. We will talk some baseball trade deadline when we come back with Bob Nightingale of USA Today. My guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on v the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline's a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn's there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The August 2nd trade deadline in Major League Baseball approaching tomorrow. But it's already been a busy Monday for a number of teams as you welcome as we welcome you back to our downtown Las Vegas location at Circus Sportsbook. Bob Nightingale, MLB columnist for USA Today Sports, joins us to talk over some of the day's moves and what may or may not be on the horizon for others. Welcome in, Bob, and just how hectic of a 24 hours is this? Yeah, just the last uh, two hours, really, is with the Yankees moves. Uh, they took, again, Montas and the closer, Luke, Luke uh, Trevino from, uh, from Oakland, you know, was the, uh, you know, the, the big move today. Uh, you know, some other smaller moves like Trey Mancini to uh, the Houston Astros in a three-way deal. Uh, and everybody's kind of waiting for the big fish is uh, Juan Soto, who uh, probably won't be traded today, but he should get traded tomorrow by the by the three o'clock deadline uh vegas time so there's i mean so many ways that we can go with this and we might as well start with juan soto who is the biggest name available on the trade market um if if he doesn't get moved tomorrow what what do you think happens with juan soto overall like who who are the teams that would be contenders for him down the line there have been some names that we've heard but the padres go out and get what they did earlier today as well with josh Hader. does that put them out of the potential sweepstakes for him what's your view on everything now, I think the Padres are still the favorites to get him. I mean, the Dodgers are right there uh, in, in the hunt, as well, as well as the St. Louis Cardinals. But I think the Padres are the favorites. They're going to go all in. They want Soto bad. They like to get a, a catcher, Wilson Contreras, for the Cubs. So they're willing to do everything it takes. Uh, you know, they haven't been in the playoffs for, in a full season since 2006. So they're doing everything possible to make sure so <laughs> they're in uh, – Playing uh, deeply in uh, in October, so but yeah, then you know they could wait to the off season. Teams can make you know juggle some moves. Uh, I don't think anyone's thinking, okay, we have to worry about signing him. You still got two more years where he's under control. 
Well, as far as right now and that deal that they did get done, bringing in the big closer from Milwaukee, like what was your reaction to San Diego bringing in such an important piece, but also Milwaukee, who's a first place team right now, giving up an asset in Josh Hader? Yeah, they've been uh, shopping him for about a month. And I think they thought that they've been telling people, hey, we can win without him. Uh, we got an all-star middle re- setup reliever in Williams, Devin Williams. They did get the Padres' uh, former closer, Trevor Rogers, And, uh, you know, got some nice young pitching that they thought it'd be easier to trade a hitter now rather than the offseason. I don't think they, they thought they couldn't afford to keep him next year. So, you know, I know I'm sure Brewers fans are discussing and everything else, but if you look behind the scenes, it, may, it makes more sense. Okay, well, let's talk about that other deal you mentioned within the last couple hours with the Yankees. They had already added Royals outfielder Andrew Benintendi last week to their stellar lineup. They bring in some more boosts to the rotation with Frankie Montas, among others. So another team going all in. How big of a disappointment would it be for the pinstripes this year if they don't go the distance this season with all that they have put into this roster and the success that we've already seen throughout the early portion of the season? Oh, very disappointing. When you have the best record in baseball and you're in New York, you haven't been in the World Series since 2009, and you're having a historic season by Aaron Judge. Uh, yeah, if, if they don't make the World Series or win the World Series, uh, they'd be, you know, very, very disappointed, much, much more than any other team. You know, if Houston gets back, yes, nice. Same with Atlanta, you know, Mets, uh, you know, they're, they're dreaming big, you know, maybe even of a Subway World Series. Yeah. But I think it'd be devastating the Yankees not to be there. Uh, well, you mentioned Aaron Judge, who just had such an impressive weekend, as if his year hasn't been impressive enough, but hit four more home runs on pace for 66 this year, also robbed one defensively. He is a huge favorite right now for AL MVP. Uh, Shohei Otani's numbers we've seen take a significant dip. Just curious, your opinion on that market in general, and if it's is now officially judges to lose, or if he all of a sudden isn't having the bat quite as hot down the second half of the season, and Otani's pitching numbers continue to go up, if it could be more competitive? Well, I think it's still going to be competitive, but to me, it should be judge in a runaway in the sense it's not best player, it's most valuable player. Otani's on a last place team going nowhere, so how valuable is he? I mean, he's a very good player, you know, by the best player in baseball, considering he does both things. But, you know, if, if it's just about best player, you know, Barry Bond should have won the thing about 15 or 20 straight years and didn't. So I think, you know, judge being New York, particularly if he hits over 60 home runs, then I think he runs away with it if he's not, if he's not even uh, unanimous. Do you think he gets there? You know, at first I didn't because I thought, okay, they have such a big lead, they're going to rest him and things like that. But I do think they have a sense of history that, okay, if you get a chance to set the American League record home runs, which is by Roger Maris of 61, they'll let him go for it. You know, maybe you know, use him as a DH, things like that. But I think if he gets close enough, they'll keep playing him to give him a shot at it. Yeah, and if they keep pitching to him the way he has, then he'll keep connecting. Uh, While we still have Otani on the brain, though, it appears based on all reports that the Angels are going to keep him. Do you think that's the right move here, or do you think that the Angels should have gotten Shohei moving on elsewhere as they continue to try to rebuild what's been a really, really rough season? Yeah, I mean, there was zero chance of them trading Otani, like the Yankees trained Judge. It just wasn't going to happen. Uh, he makes too much money for the organization. He probably makes $20, $25 million. 
So they would have to refund some of those, you know, corporate sponsors or anything else, particularly from Japan. Now, it might be, it might be different this winter because if they, if they uh, are told they can't sign him, then I think they'll go ahead and move him. Uh, but, you know, you got to get a ton for him back. But they had no interest in training him now. Mm-hmm. And another name you mentioned, Bob, off the top was Trey Mancini. And we've all heard his name on the trade block. We expected him to get moved. The, the team that I heard most likely to get him was going to be the Mets, but it ends up being the Astros that went out for Mancini. But what I, I'm more surprised by, I guess, is the Orioles are like finally in the hunt here, just three games out of a wild card spot, and they are, are moving on from such a great asset. It's a little bit intriguing to me that they are sellers at this point in the season, no? It is. You know, they're still, you know, technically in the hunt, what, three games back. I think they want to be realistic, knowing uh, they weren't going to bring him back as a free agent. Uh, but uh, I think I think it hurts. Uh, you know, morale in the clubhouse, uh, I'm sure they're going to be down. You want to reward the players for playing so well when nobody expected it. So I, I think they did the right thing as far as, a, uh, you know, if you think about it just with your head, but it's a wrong thing to do uh, by your heart. Well, what a boost is that? What kind of a boost is that for the Houston Astros then who are one of those teams that are largely considered to be, you know, one of the short shots to win this year's World Series to get back on the top of the mountain? What kind of a boost is Trey to this Houston lineup team? Well, yeah, they've had trouble. Yuli Gurriel has struggled at first base, so he provides some depth at first base. Uh, He can play a little bit of corner outfield. He can DH certainly. Uh, so, no, I think it's a nice pickup. Great guy, too. Uh, they, you know, trade away Jose Siri, who can be viable and, uh, and do a lot of little things. But, no, you know, hey, Houston. Houston's the one team that can beat the Yankees. I mean, they played them seven times this year. They're 5-2, and two, but the Yankees never had a lead in one single game when they came up to play it. It just happened to be the Astros, you know, blew two games uh, uh, from the bullpen. But no, the Astros, the Astros have had the Yankees number for a number of years now. Well, and I wonder how much of a concern that is for this Yankees team who, I mean, not only the Astros, but the Mets as well. You have these issues with these top teams that you're playing and competing against to ultimately get over the hump. Uh, last thing before we let you go here, Bob, are there some teams you think really, really need to make a move in order to be competitive and compete with the, the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Astros, and Mets of the world? Well, I think the Padres need to get... Uh, the big names there, you know, whether Contreras uh, behind the plate and as a DH uh, from the Cubs, Soto obviously would be a, the grand prize. So I, I think they need to make some moves if they want to play with the big boys. Uh, you know, Atlanta probably make some small moves. Same way with the Mets. Uh, you know, I think if the Dodgers get Soto, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, the Dodgers would be the team to beat, not not the Yankees. But it would give TV, you know, their their dream uh, matchup of Yankees-Dodgers, which we haven't seen since 1981. Yeah, then all bets are off, right, if the Dodgers of all teams land the big fish. <laughs> Bob, really, really appreciate you and your time, especially on such a busy day. But uh, enjoy all of the action. Appreciate you. All right, my pleasure. Thank you. That's Bob Nightingale, USA Today sports columnist covering the Major League Baseball season. In- incredible um, 24 hours that it's going to be, no doubt. We've already seen so much news come in and just more to come before we get to the deadline tomorrow. We're going to step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, Kate Constable, sports betting host and analyst for BetUS, will stop by to help us close out the show, go over the Deshaun Watson news a little bit, and if that affects her opinion on the AFC North. Don't go anywhere. 
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare tired of restless nights meet lisa the sleep expert (sighs) here at lisa we know that good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health that's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from that local perspective. We've got CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. as well. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. We are wrapping things up live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Stormy Bond and Tony here with you on My Guys in the Desert. And obviously, the big news of the day in the NFL world today, Deshaun Watson, the ruling coming down that it'll be a six-game suspension to start 
start the season, barring an appeal from the NFL. To help us break down all things Browns and the AFC North, we bring in Kate Constable, sports betting host and analyst for BetUS, at Kate Constable on Twitter. Welcome in, and just what was your initial reaction, Kate, when you heard the news this morning? My reaction was probably similar to a lot of other people's reaction, and that's that six games being suspended for six games just isn't quite enough based on what we've seen from other players getting suspended in the past and then the severity of the allegations that Watson uh, is under right now. It just seems like six games isn't quite enough. Now, I know that could potentially be more if the commissioner decides to appeal in the next couple of games. But overall, I just uh, I think the Browns kind of squeaked out of there in what they probably consider to be a very good uh, suspension. Well, and that's kind of what we heard, right, was that the, the numbers seemed about right from what they had planned for this offseason the last couple of weeks. We heard a lot of reports that the ruling could come down between about two and eight weeks. They settle on six. So now we'll just see what the NFL elects to do. But if it does stay with six, um, the win total right now for Cleveland coming out after being off the board this whole time set at nine and a half. Given the way that the beginning of the schedule shakes out for Jacoby Brissett, who's going to be under center for those first six games and potentially more if there is ultimately a ruling change, but a very easy start to the year. Do you think that as far as those first six games come out, like I have the feeling that they should be at or around 500 or better based on the pieces that are around Jacoby Brissett. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree with you. I think 500 is probably a pretty good goal to uh, come out of those games. I mean, they have Carolina week one against Baker Mayfield, their old quarterback. That should be a win, but that line is is shrinking as we speak throughout the day. Uh, but I think coming out three and three after those six games is probably going to be their best case scenario. And then, I mean, Deshaun Watson coming in to play after not having played since January 3rd of 2021. He comes in week seven against the Ravens. That's going to be a very tall task for him. So if we're looking at nine and a half games right now for their win total, I would definitely look to play the under on this one. Yeah, it'll be an interesting thing because like you said, he's just been He's been out of practice for such a long time. He'll get to practice with the team throughout training camp. He can participate in the preseason games. He has to be completely just not around for the first three weeks of the season and can be worked back in to practicing those next three. But then you have the Ravens and the Bengals, your first two games, who uh, one team that just played in a Super Bowl and one in Baltimore that's largely considered a, a Super Bowl contender potentially coming into this year healthy. So it will be an uphill battle. Is there anything else on the Browns, though, as you look at them that you're interested in? fading or buying in on when it comes to Cleveland? You know, I kind of just want to sit back and watch and not put too much money in buying into <laughs> to Cleveland this year based on what everything that's going on. I think they're going to be a good team, even with Percet starting these first uh, six weeks because of their run game. I mean, they have Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Dearness Johnson. So that run game uh, is going to be fantastic in behind a strong offensive line. So I mean, as much as Jacoby Brissett is a step down from Deshaun Watson, he's able to manage this offense just fine. He's good at limiting his turnovers. So the Browns should be okay this season. But based on, you know, just all of the uh, distractions going on, you know, NFL teams talk about how they want to stay in their routines all the time. That stuff just goes right out the window with all this Watson stuff. So I'm staying off of most all Browns uh, futures for, for right now. Don't blame you at all. The Baltimore Ravens are the favorite in the division at just about every sports book that I've seen to this point. Do you think that's that's rightfully placed? Their win total also set at nine and a half. Do you like the Ravens in the division? 
Yeah, I do. The Ravens are my favorite to win this division. I mean, they had eight wins last season, and that was with an extremely depleted roster from injuries. If we look back, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, they were both out before the season even started with uh, ACL tears. So there's their backfield right there. Lamar Jackson missed time. Their secondary was extremely banged up. And heading back into this season, they've had a time, some time to uh, get healthy, rehab for those players that were injured. They just drafted Kyle Hamilton to safety out of Notre Dame to kind of boost that secondary. And we did all just uh, see him get absolutely smoked in practice uh, the other day. But he's someone who's going to come in and is NFL ready and is going to be able to uh, add some value to this team and, and this Ravens secondary. So I'm very high on Baltimore right now. I got to tell you, uh, all of the clips that have been coming out of these training camps have been cracking me up. <laughs> like Aaron Donald with the neck thing. And it's just, I feel yep. like every time that I'm on social media, just something else funny and interesting, either somebody getting lit up or making an incredible pass mm -hmm. or doing something silly is on, on top of mind. Uh, let's talk about the Bengals here next. They have the highest win total in the division set at 10, but like I said, it's still the Ravens who are favored uh, in the AFC North. But Cincinnati coming off of what was a, a truly historic and special season for that organization, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, that connection just expected to be better and better. What's your outlook for Cincinnati in 2022? You know, I think Cincinnati is going to be right around 10 wins, similar to that uh, to last season. And, and that's where I have their win total. But I would play the under there. Historically, teams that lost in the Super Bowl the year prior, they struggled to immediately bounce back. And I think that's going to be the case for Cincinnati this year, especially because no one's taking Joe Burrow and the Bengals light this year. Teams know who they are. They now have a target on their back. And teams are definitely going to want to beat the Bengals this year. They also have the third toughest schedule in the league, five games in prime time, which is great for Cincinnati, but three of those are against divisional opponents and on the road. So this could end up being a little bit tougher season than Cincinnati uh, might first anticipate. That strength of schedule, I feel like, is such an important piece to note, absolutely. And uh, Joe Burrow, by the way, 12-1 to 1 shot in the MVP market. I don't know if that's where I would place my money, but I do know a lot of people that are high on it, thinking that offense, especially with the offensive line having been strengthened, because we all know how many times that poor guy just got wrecked last season, um, could be a real boost for them. Any any potential love for the MVP market or staying away? Uh, not Joe Burrow for the MVP market. I'm going to go back to the, uh, the Ravens and say, I think Lamar Jackson Ooh. could be a potential MVP candidate. Uh, maybe I'm too high on the Ravens coming into this season, but if they're healthy, I think they're going to be a team that's so tough to beat. And a lot of that starts with the play of their quarterback and Lamar Jackson. I like that. See if he can get back to that 2019 form when healthy. Uh, okay, so you you might think I'm a little bit crazy here. My favorite win total actually in the division is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, it's seven. It opened seven and a half, so it's been bent down. But I actually really like the over here because you think about Mike Tomlin at as head coach. Regardless of, of who's at quarterback, I think you're getting an upgrade from the tree version of Ben Roethlisberger that we saw in the field last year. But you have Mike Tomlin, who has never been under 500 for a season ever. And you're giving me a couple games of leeway here. I feel like it takes so much to have a team just be year in and year out being over that 500 mark, even if you're not at 500 this year, you still hit the over. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the Steelers this year? But I really like that over personally. I might be crazy. No, I don't think you're crazy. Or if you are crazy, I'm crazy as well, because I also like the over seven for that win total. 
I think this is low because you're replacing Ben Roethlisberger, who's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he hasn't exactly played at a Hall of Fame caliber level over the last few seasons. And so, I, I mean, fans and media have talked about how old he is and his arm strength isn't there and all his limitations. But now that he's gone, everyone's talking about how much they're going to miss him. So <laughs> which one is it? And outside of the quarterback position, most everyone returns for the Steelers. Their their defense has so much depth on that defensive line. They led the NFL in sacks the last two seasons. So there's so many positives to this Pittsburgh Steelers team that they're going to figure out the quarterback, whether it's Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett's, and, and everything's going to go fine. But also to your point, uh, Mike Tomlin not having a losing season. I mean, I just don't know how you how you bet against that. Kenny Pickett is your favorite for Offensive Rookie of the Year, but he hasn't even been named a starter, and who knows if he will be week one. What's what's your feel for who's going to be the guy under center in Pittsburgh? I think Mitch Trubisky gets the start. I get. I think he gets his chance to show what he can do, what he's made of. We know in Chicago, wasn't set up necessarily for success, didn't have too many weapons around him. So I think Trubisky is going to be the week one starter, but I think we also definitely see Kenny Pickett's uh, getting some some action in games towards the uh, middle, later half of the season. Kate, we're up against it. Just about 15 seconds left with you. Um, but you said Chicago, you are a Bears fan over under that six and a half. Oh, under, way under. <sighs> it's terrible. I hate to say it, but the Bears are not going to be good this year. Well, I really enjoyed the time. We'll have to check in with you again. Appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not sure I have belief in that yet. That's why the Bears under has been so heavily bet. Uh, I want, I love getting Bears opinions, Bears fans' opinions on their team. Because is it is the future bright or what's going to happen? That's a wrap for today's edition of My Guys in the Desert. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Danny Burke and Rush Shower are coming up next. But excited for a full week ahead. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.